This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and it is time for the Fantasy Football Focus here. And as I mentioned uh, going into the break, Matt, we got news today. Actual news about guys who practiced, guys who didn't practice. How about that? It's a normal NFL Wednesday. That's ah, great. That's <laughs> great. That's a beautiful thing. So I know you're going to get into it, but the cup stuff sounds bad. Doesn't I, sound I good. Just yeah. got a, a tweet or a notification on my phone that it looks like he's out. I mean, yeah. a lot of people used early picks on him, and that is a tough way to start your fantasy season. Uh, especially if you went Kelsey and Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then took Taylor in the third round. <laughs> I yeah, saw. That could I be... actually saw somebody tweeted out a guy that they played with in the league. I bet a lot of people did. Drafted Kelsey, Cup. Taylor. I mean, you probably didn't make that pick <laughs> this weekend with Taylor, right, yeah. but you did a month ago. Maybe if it's two been, weeks ago, you yeah, might have. You might, no doubt. Yeah. And you've been happy about it. Like, that's normal wow, start. Look at yeah, this. Right, yeah, right. And then, ooh, yuck. Yeah. Uh, I don't Mark know how long will be, but, you know. Yeah. Mark Andrews with a quadricep injury. We didn't know what that was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we do. He was limited limited uh, practice participant on Wednesday. Um, so we now know what the injury is. It was undisclosed before. A quad, I don't expect that to hold him back. I would expect I'd him. I'd be shocked, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be shocked if he's not out there on Sunday. They play somebody, Houston. Houston, yeah. I wonder if maybe he shuts it down a little early if they're up. But, uh, I mean, it's not like you I wouldn't think they put him in there. There's a fantasy player. Lamar didn't play at all in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, they're un- I think they they're, regret that, by the way. Yeah, I think they will, too. But yeah. they, they're unveiling this new passing attack. Mm-hmm. I, I would think he'd want Andrews out oh, there as want much the as possible. there, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so... Uh, speaking of tight ends, Logan Thomas, calf, not injured, not listed on the injury report for the uh, Washington Commanders, so he is good to go this week. Again, they play Arizona, which has been a team that you run your tight ends out to. Well, against. and they're worse than ever. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even care about Arizona's <laughs> history. They just have bad football players, and they're going to lose a lot of games. Now, Logan Thomas isn't on any fantasy team that is listening, I would hope. I mean, there's so right. many better options out there. But McLaurin's got a toe. He they, was limited today. Okay. Which is I good think news Dotson could go crazy in this game. Yeah. But we might want to think about Logan Thomas for DFS. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, Logan yeah. Thomas He's is kind of a, could be. a sneaky, sneaky start for a low-end tight end. I mean, they gave up like six, 16 or 17 touchdowns to tight ends last year. I think they have for like five years straight. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they don't defend That's what the tight been bad end. Yeah. to begin with, even when they weren't bad. Despite the fact that they've drafted better. all these guys who are like these hybrid safety linebacker types, right. it should be able to cover that Simmons stuff. Simmons looks like he's batch up against tight end. <laughs> no. No. He's in New York. As I mentioned, Terry McLaurin limited. That's a toe injury, so we'll see how that continues to work out over the week. I would love to sit him if you could in fantasy this yeah. week, just because it's a toe. No, but... he could be a guy that they shut down early. Yeah, I would think. That's yeah. why I think Dotson's going to blow up. Uh, Jerry Judy with that hamstring was limited today in practice. That's big news That's for him. better than expected, yeah. right. I thought that would be two or three weeks. He did that, uh, I believe it was August 24th. Really? Was when he when he tweaked the hamstring. So mm. it's been about two weeks. Yeah. Um, by Sunday, it'll be almost three. So I bet he gives it a try. Yeah. I bet he warms up and sees where it's at. You just hope Don't runs go two out routes. And, yeah. yeah, runs two routes, and, uh, and then you, know, you get a zero. Uh, as you mentioned, Cooper Cup is not playing That's in week I think one. It's out, yeah. Um, that could be a long stretch. That's another one there. Is it a hamstring specialist? I yeah. didn't know they know they existed. People go for like ankle specialists. Right, Nobody yeah. goes for hamstring specialists. Um, Higby 
Could be. He's going to catch a million balls. He's going to catch a. Th- and, and Seattle is another team that's not good mm-hmm. at defending tight ends. Higby's going to catch a million balls for a million and one yards. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> that's you know, fine. Right? Yeah. That's fine, PPR, right. that's great. Right. You Eight know? yard over the middle on third and 16, fine. What about Van Jefferson? You go run with him Maybe. or someone like that? I mean, at least the O line's healthy and Stafford's playing. Yeah. You know, get Somebody's got to catch the ball for them, and they're going to be, those are going to be cheap options. DFS stuff. Yeah. I mean, they may not be on rosters yeah. for regular teams, but yeah, maybe. That's uh, not a bad call. Zach Moss with the arm injury. He'd been coming back from a broken arm. He was limited today. Was he? Okay. I thought that was going to be a Hull Jackson combo. Yeah. I guess Moss is noticeably better than those guys. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Romeo Dobbs did not practice. He has a hamstring injury, so he did not practice today. Uh, Joe Burrow practiced fully on Wednesday with that calf injury. He looks like he's, he's going to play. Go. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how if he'll play as well. He hasn't but played he's well play. against the Browns. Really? Yeah, they they lose mm-hmm. every year against the Browns. Uh, yeah, do, how about man. this? Christian Watson is dealing with a hamstring injury. And Dubs. He was a non-participant today. Wow, that's huge for those guys. Yeah, they play the. They're in Chicago. In Chicago? Yeah, okay. pretty sure. Yeah, because they were a one-point dog against the Bears. Yeah, well, I'll be careful. Love then. Could I be mean, a big uh, one or two of those guys is down. Could be a big Aaron Jones catching ten passes game. Maybe Musgrave shows up a little bit. Right. Uh, Kendry Miller did not practice today. He has a hamstring again. He's a rookie, so if he doesn't practice and he yeah, hasn't practiced right. in a while, I mean Kamara suspended. Kamara suspended. Huge so. Williams week. Yeah. I forget who they play. Um, somebody bad. Yeah, they get somebody bad. Uh, Traylon Burks had no limitations today. He was a full participant. Injuries scare me with that guy, but I think I'm going to like him when he's out there this year. Okay. Wandell Robinson officially limited on Wednesday with that knee injury. Mm. At least he's back out there. At least he's playing. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a down the road, a couple weeks down the road guy. Um, Miles Sanders uh, wasn't listed on the on the Panthers week one injury report. He went full today. Okay. I thought he was he's out coming back from a groin Good. injury. Yeah. He didn't do anything in the preseason. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark did not practice though today. I don't think he's gonna play. I don't think he does either. Their weapons are brutal. Uh Travis Kelsey officially listed as questionable. That means they're gonna test it in the pregame warm ups. Um they're just not gonna show their hand. It's better than doubtful, which better than doubtful. Yeah. And fortunately for fantasy owners, just pay attention it's early enough, that, yeah. Right. It's not a Monday nighter or something like that. Who do you right. pivot to there if you if you have to play a cheat like you I mean, I'm sure a lot of people didn't even draft the second tight end. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody on the waiver wire that's not terrible. Don't just pick up whatever Chiefs tight end, though, you think is going to. No, but I know a lot of people are buzzing about Noah Gray. Yeah. I mean, that seems a little ambitious. But he's but not Kelsey. He's not Kelsey, <laughs> no. I mean, he's, he's flashed in the league. Yeah. Um, Kadarius Tony with a knee has no injury designation I think for the he's game. playing, He's right. playing. That's good for him. Yeah. Uh, him and Sky Moore could show up. Uh, Adam Thielen is uh, has an ankle. He was limited today. I thought him and Chark, uh, Chark were, were probably not going to play. Yeah. They well, at least he score. was limited today. Yeah. It gives you a little hope. They may not score many points. I mean, they may not get to 10 points. Uh, looks like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, and he should news, be good right? to go. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he participated today. I would try not to start him if possible. Um. Looks like Josh Dobbs is is the number one in Arizona. Not somebody that you should play in fantasy. But I guess it's a little better for Marquise Brown. Yeah, you know the rest of the guys. That Clayton Tune is number two. Like mm-hmm. that's okay. Tune's uh, gonna play this year. Though. Yeah, uh, Chase Claypool with the hamstring injury not listed on Chicago's injury report. Okay. 
I wonder what their pecking order is. I assume he'll be the third guy off yeah. the bench. I don't think he'll be out there in two receivers. I wouldn't think, yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe Mooney's just the third slot, but I think Mooney's better than Claypool. Claypool. Uh, Cordero Patterson with an undisclosed injury. He returned to practice on Wednesday, so they didn't have to say what the injury was that he was dealing with. I wonder if he's just a kick returner now, though. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. you drafted a running back way extremely early. High. Yeah, yeah, extremely high. Um, and he kind of lost his job last year out right. here. Or is he going to run routes again, which he didn't do well for 10 years? <laughs> I mean, because they need number two receivers yeah. and stuff. I mean, or do you just mix them in? every Like, now all of a sudden, you know, that's that, the jet motion guy. Yeah, you know? it's just messy. Yeah, messy. it is. Um, looking here to see what else we got. Oh, what is this? No. Uh-oh. That's good. That's good. That more, cup stuff's scary, though. Getting yeah, more I, news I could here. see I the Rams not pushing him, you know, anytime soon. Yeah, that's some of the uh, the top injury stuff there. Um, looks like Travion. Marquise Brown is dealing with a hamstring injury with the Cardinals. Okay. Everyone's talking about the Wilson kid from Stanford. Yeah. Um, heard some rumblings, too, that Marquise Brown, I mean, there's nothing confirmed, but, you know, they're they're trading people left and right. He could be next. You know, I mean, just guys they can get stuff for. Yeah. And uh, John Machi with a hamstring did not practice. That, uh, well. Mm. Uh, another note with the, the Texans I wanted to bring up. Wasn't even in the top two in the preseason, like even no. the top three in the preseason for them. Nico seems like he's the one. But this goes back to the Kendrick Green trade with them. Their O-line's a disaster. Disaster. That, yeah. that Green, their first-round pick last year, he's out for the year. Kendrick Green might start for them. I think he's going to. I think yeah. he's going to start at guard because they also added a center because Scruggs isn't ready. And the right tackle, um, first-round pick a couple years ago, not Tunsil, the other when one. They, they just gave money to. Yeah, and he's a good player. Howard. He's out, I think, as well. So they've invested like crazy in this O-line, and they have like two of their five starters. They play the Ravens. They play the Ravens. So like, Baltimore's going to go out and get like six or seven sacks this week. Yeah. And everybody's, well, this Ravens pass rush, it's it's better I than know. we thought, and it's, it might not be. Since it's the fantasy segment, though, it, it's a good streaming defense. I, I, yeah. would, I don't think their defense is particularly good. But there's some offenses, as you mentioned yesterday, that I just want to stream against. You know, yeah. Arizona, Houston, well, rookie Carolina, quarterback starting. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe Indianapolis mm-hmm. is one that you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's talk a little uh, streaming defenses and DFS here. Okay, since it's the fantasy segment. So the first game of the weekend is uh, Detroit at Kansas City. I don't want to start either one of those defenses. Even if Kelsey doesn't play. Nor do I want right now to use either one of those teams. I don't want to use that as a uh, Survivor League game. Oh, okay. You're talking about – okay. No. I think we'll pick games as a – we can pick that one tomorrow, but I don't like – I still don't love the Lions' chances of winning. Um, You got Carolina at Atlanta. I'd consider picking Atlanta and their defense for Survivor. I mean, just because Carolina's O-line's been a mess, rookie quarterback, no weapons. I don't love Atlanta's defense, but it's yeah. a good matchup. Houston is at Baltimore. We just mentioned their defense. Yeah. Like, I think they'll get out of the gate well here. I don't, th- I don't think mm-hmm. they're a good defense, though. So. No, I don't either, but it's not a bad week to use them. Uh, the Bengals are at the Browns? Probably neither. Yeah, neither. I don't I don't want to deal with it. Well, maybe Cincinnati because Deshaun Cincinnati's will take sacks. So. Yeah. I don't know if – I don't know if the Browns' offense is good or not, but I'm pretty sure the Bengals will be yeah. right off the bat. Uh, Jaguars at Colts. Would you consider using Jags for Survivor? hate using a road team. And I don't like division games in week one yeah. for that either. Division game on the road, that could go wrong. How about Jags D, though? 
Um, it's bad. It's not great. That's the thing. Yeah. You probably aren't going to get many sacks against the Colts. Probably not. I mean, he might throw a couple to the other team just Maybe. if you get ahead. Or fumbles and that type of thing. Yeah. But I bet they don't score a lot of points, the Colts. But I, th- I think I'd rather play like the Falcons D than the Jags. The Buccaneers are at the Vikings. Ooh, I would not touch the Bucs. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want either one of those. No. Titans are at the Saints. That's who that, that matchup is. Mm. That could be a grinded out low scorer. I, I'd start the Saints this week. Yeah. Without hesitation. Tennessee's offensive line is not good. Mm-mm. If, you, if Tennessee's your D, it's probably a top 12 D. It's not great, but it's probably okay. San Francisco at Pittsburgh? Neither D. Yeah. Well, there could be sacks. Could be, yeah. yeah. On both sides. I mean, there's definitely playmakers on both defenses. I mean, we haven't – I don't even know my score yet, but it's not going to be 35-30. to 30. No, it's not going to be anything <laughs> like that. No. Yeah. So maybe both Ds. Uh, Arizona is at Washington. I think Washington's the streamer of the week. Smash, yeah. yeah, that's the streamer of the week. Would you take them in Survivor Pool? At home, full building, seven point favorite, rookie head coach on the road, one o'clock start <laughs> from the West. Yes. <laughs> uh, as you mentioned, the Packers are at the Bears. Probably an ugly, lot of running type of low scoring game. Wouldn't you think? I would think so. Yeah. I think the Bears' D is too bad to start, but maybe the Packers' D. Remember last year, this was an 11-10 game. They they beat that they was sh- Trey Lance. They shocked uh, San Francisco mm-hmm. in that game. Was that the Swamp game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got the Raiders at the Broncos. Ooh. Neither, I guess. Neither, yeah. Yeah, like I think the Broncos' D is overrated, but the Raiders' offense is going to be hard to play against right. at least while Jimmy's out there. Yeah. And I can't start the Raiders. Tough, period. tough to, th- to play in Denver though to open the season. It is, it is. Crosby could have some sacks, but I'm not playing the Raiders. Uh, you get the Dolphins at the Chargers. I don't want to start either one of those. I don't defenses. think you start either one. And I'm not playing either one of those for D- for uh, for Survivor. No, that's true. that should be a very. Where's that game at? Uh, in Los Angeles. It's better. I mean, I'm sure the heat in Miami wouldn't be great, but yeah, it won't um, be great in Los Angeles either. But it's, no. at least the it, they have a. Roof over them, mm-hmm. even though it's open air. It's just not that Miami yeah. sticky heat either. No, I don't want to play one of those defenses. Philadelphia is at New England. And this, folks, is why you had to Ooh, look yeah. at right. who teams played. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have drafted the Patriots defense. Well, the Patriots defense is always good. They get turnovers. They, they mm. score on they score I like you thinking the other way around because the Eagles defense went high too, and this is a great matchup for it's them. It's a great matchup for them, mm-hmm. but I don't want to start the Patriots defense this week. No. And I probably made a mistake in our league taking the Jets in the last round or whatever because it's similar. Like with the Patriots and Jets, it's just a murderer's row week after week. Yeah, I mean it's Allen and Hurts and blah blah. You know, take the Eagles in the uh, in a survivor pool. Where's you, it at? You're betting against Belichick at home in the opener. It wouldn't be my first pick, but I, I kind of lean towards the Commanders. Yeah, if I'm if I'm doing a survivor league. Well, how about this one though? Rams at Seahawks. I thought about that too. Like, now that you know Cooper Cup isn't playing, like, they don't have much to hang their head on. I know. And the whole coaches knowing coaches scares me a little bit. You know, they've had a lot of tight games, but Seattle's so much better. You're going to start Seattle's defense this week. I thought the spread in that game is like seven. I thought it should have been like 14. (laughs) It's well, first (laughs) first week of the year. Yeah. Uh, Seattle's D would be fine. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys D. I mean, that's one of the best ones. Yeah. I don't think I'd pick Cowboys for Survivor. I think Saquon Barkley that could run all over them. He could do really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then you got uh, the Monday night game: Buffalo at the Jets. 
Neither D. I prefer Buffaloes. I prefer Buffaloes, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's Rogers. I mean, they're both, they're both good defenses. Again, they're both probably in every league. Yeah. I mean, they're t- two of the top six or seven defenses on the planet, but just brutal matchup. It's a tough, tough matchup. So if we're looking at this from the survivor poll, Washington's um, high on the list. The Ravens. Yeah. Against uh, Texans. Even at home. in Houston, right? Yeah. Jaguars, in, Jaguars at Indianapolis. I would say Jags, Indy, probably. But what's that, a division game on the road, though? Yeah. Uh, that, one's, that one's down the, a little the hairy, list yeah. a little bit. Falcons against Panthers at home? I like Atlanta on that one. Yeah. I think Bijan does well. I think that they move the ball pretty consistently. I feel pretty good. Another one is Brian Burns is, is sitting out there. Yeah, right. He's That's another reason to, to look at right. that one. I mean, he's their best pass rusher. Mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks against the Rams is, is yeah. pretty strong. Um Trying to think what else off the top of my head. Eagles at Patriots. I mean, you hate taking a road team and you hate mm-hmm. using I wouldn't the, use the Eagles yet. Using the Eagles. Matchup. Here's the thing, though. You can't look at a, a survivor poll that way. He's got to survive. You just got to survive. He's got to survive. That, you know, so many people, like last year, again, I mentioned, I referenced that 49ers at Chicago game. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to take the 49ers and, and, uh, against the Bears. The Bears are awful. And they lose the game. And the Niners go to the NFC Championship, and the Bears are in the first overall pick. But right. you weren't wrong. Right, but you were that day. You were that day. Yeah. Again, the Steelers have have won their 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 regular season openers the last two years at Buffalo, at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure both dogs. of those teams were were looked at as well. You know, these are yeah. these are good football teams. They're at home. Do I have a Does, lot of faith in the Commanders? No, but in this case, yes. I think it's it's more about. The Cardinals. More about the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're like seven-point favorites in that game. In, the, in that regard, yes, you look at the commanders and you say, well, I'm going to get the commanders out of the way. I'm not going to use the commanders at any other time this season, mm-hmm. which is probably true. Probably true. But it's not without risk. Yeah. You know but there I mean? is there's that risk. So back to fantasy defenses, and I'm sure this is true most years, but it seem, sure seems to me, and we talked about this a little yesterday, that the best defenses play the best offenses this yeah. year. But there's also four or five offenses that look pretty putrid already, and there's not even injury set in yet for yeah. most teams. So. Like I want to start team. I want to start my my defenses against Tampa Bay. Yeah, because Mayfield's going to throw, mm-hmm. just throw some to the other team. I want to start against the rookie quarterbacks, the three of them that are starting. I think all three. Yeah, yeah. especially with the state of the Texans O line. Um, I want to start my defense against Arizona. Arizona, yeah, that's five right there. Tennessee doesn't scare me a whole lot. No. I mean, they're not going to put 30 on you. It's an awful offensive line. Yeah, you should get get ahead of them. If you've got a good offense and you get ahead of them, you Mm -hmm. take Derrick Henry out of the game and you force them to start throwing the ball. And even if Tennessee wins the game, it's going to be 17-14. Right. You're not going to give up 30. Yeah, that's the way they're set up to play. Uh, And I want to play play defenses against... New England? Potentially New England. I don't know if mm-hmm. they fixed everything up there. Yeah, I didn't like to see it first. Uh, and the Rams. The Rams, yeah. That's like eight. How about like the Bears? They don't scare me. I mean, it's not horrible. It's not. The, I mean, if I'm if I'm streaming defenses all season long, okay. Fields is going to have a run or two. Mm-hmm. Is that going to beat you? Is that going to get put I mean, twenty five points in the board? Are they no. going to drop thirty on you? No, probably not. Right. Um, How about Denver? Potentially. I'd like to see it for a week or two, but. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, if it's like anything close to what it was last year, mm-hmm. I mean, they were awful offensively. Like, for example, if I had a, a good defense like the Jets or Bills and they were playing Denver, oh, I'd be I'm thrilled about 100%. it. 100 percent. Right, right, if it's one of the good defenses. Like I know for a fact because I drafted the Washington defense, knowing that they play Arizona this week. Mind, yeah, they play Denver in week two. Nice. 
That's two starts. I might just ride them. I would think yeah. so. That's two starts. Because they've got a good defensive front, and I think mm-hmm. I think Denver's offensive line is overrated. And I know Wilson will run around back there and try to take, you know, take He'll some take sacks. Yeah. And, and maybe Judy doesn't play, and you know, they're hurting for playing. No, if they too. come out and drop 30 on the Raiders this week, okay, now I'll, I'll rethink that. Yeah, but that's a pretty bad D, too. Yeah. You know. But they could. They could. They could. Yeah. They could. So, interesting. Yeah. That's the uh, look around the league there at what's going on here as we sit here on Wednesday. That's going to do it for the Fantasy Football Focus today. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We'll be back with more on The Drive right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, Bill Barnwell's at it again. Yeah, he is. I, I saw this one. I read the Steelers section. I didn't read the th- whole article top to bottom. But kind of interesting stuff. Um, let's dig in. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's uh, from Bill Barnwell on ESPN. It, this has happened for years with Bill. Bill consistently underestimates the Steelers, because he is, really? he is strictly an analytics guy. He's a football outsider's background and all that stuff, right. And so he doesn't take coaching into effect, at, into consideration at all. And that's the problem I have with the analytics crowd. Yeah. I was going to use a really one good of the example many, but, here. But, yeah. like, so one-score games is a huge analytic thing. So if you study the league for the last 30 years, if you're really good winning one-score games, you'll probably regress to the mean. Like the it, Vikings last year. They really, were the perfect yeah. example. So history shows us that's true. Except. Except <laughs> if you're Ben Roethlisberger, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> like, yeah. they're, and it's not because they did it twice in one year. It's because they did it for year 20 times year over year. six years or yeah. whatever. So there are things like that that others are – some are better than others. Yeah. You know, like – Frankly, I don't think Deontay Johnson's bad at scoring touchdowns, but there, you look at somebody like Andre Johnson, Julio Jones, all-time greats. Well, they didn't score a lot of touchdowns in their career, you know, compared to other all-time greats. Why is that? And there's probably a reason. It's not just bad luck. Yeah, so he has uh, the teams ranked 32 through 1 on uh, how teams can, how each every NFL team can win Super Bowl 58. Mm-hmm. The Steelers, he has 20th on this list. I don't know how he came up with the order. I, I think, think it this was is from how Vegas odds. This is how – no, it's not the no. Vegas odds. This is the ESPN. This is their analytics oh, model. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is That their... has the Steelers as the 20th best team in the league, which is crazy. 20th to most likely to win the Super Bowl, I yeah. think, is how they do it. So his – Which is harder because you're in the AFC, too. Yeah, I, which I get. But right, their chance but to make their chance to win Super Bowl 58 is 1%. Chance to make the playoffs is 34%. Okay. According to their algorithms. The 1% thing adds up to me. I mean... That's fine. Yeah. 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 Does 34, is that about where you sit on that? I feel much better about it. I feel it. more like 53. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go to, oh, two out of three years. You know, I mean, it's hard to make the playoffs. You get hit, hit hard with injuries and things, but 34 seems light. Here's what he says. The FPI algorithm... Um, doesn't know if it's it's actually impossible for Mike Tomlin to win any fewer than nine games, which gives the Steelers one of the league's highest floors. See, I got a kick out of that because he at least realized, he said, maybe there is some people better at this yeah. than others. You know what I mean? Uh, in all seriousness, that was a joke, I guess, from yeah, yeah, that. Being funny. <laughs> funny one. 
Pittsburgh will be counting on a healthier season from edge rusher T.J. Watt, upgrades to the offensive line, and about six decades of successful drafting and developing, yielding breakout seasons for quarterback Kenny Pickett and wideout George Pickens, among others. Mm-hmm. Understandable. I'm on record as being skeptical of P- Pittsburgh's chances, but I'm writing about how things go right in this piece as opposed to what might go wrong. Pickett's development over the second half of the season was impressive, even if his interception rate doesn't stick. The Steelers valued him as a potential franchise passer in round one of last year's draft for a reason. If he makes the same second-year leap as Carson Wentz made for the Eagles in 2017, you know how that ended up for Philly. I, I thought that was a weird comparison, yeah. the Carson Wentz thing. Yeah. But I guess the Eagles were sort of in a similar place at this time that year. Yeah, you know what I mean? I guess. And Wentz played like a MVP before Foles took over. I think that was the year. Yeah, that was that year. Yeah. But there's a long track record here. Uh, if you look back, as I did a story on this earlier in training camp, um, of second-year quarterbacks drafted in the first round, mm-hmm. taking that second-year leap is pretty significant. That's a trend. Yeah. Uh, and that's a real trend. And we're seeing it, too. Like, yeah. If he was a disaster in preseason, you'd be like, eh, well, I don't know. Right. You know? And, but especially seeing every practice in the preseason games, you definitely see it. And not that others don't. But he certainly puts the work in and has the mind for it, too. Yeah. I mean, he's not manzelling it out there. Like, I, I'm either. I'm well past the idea that Kenny Pickett is going to be at least league average at quarterback. I think he's going to be a good football player. Right. A good starting quarterback. And I maybe, guess his floor, his floor is being league average. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like what Clawson said a couple segments ago, that it's not crazy talk to think that he could be a plus player. You yeah. Know? I mean, you know, the reason you win. So one thing I do want to mention there, though, because I do believe this, and this is not a positive for the Steelers, is I forget exactly how he phrased it, but he said his Kenny Pickett's second-half interception percentage likely won't stick. It's not going to stick. Right. He has one interception in six games. I mean, that's (laughs) That's not the norm, folks. That's going to go up. I mean, he's going to throw more picks per pass attempt than one every six games. There's just no way around But he's that. probably also going to throw more touchdowns yes, yeah, than be he much had more last year. Too. Right. I mean, it's, they counteract each other, but that's one of the regression things that's going to happen. It's going to yeah. be negative regression with well, his and, touchdown. And, you know, we talked I talked to Pickett today, and he mentioned, you know, he was asked about adversity, and he says, look, we're, we're going to have adverse situations. We mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all going to – we're not going to go out yeah. there and score five touchdowns on five possessions. That's not going to happen. He said, but I feel like we have a team that's that's capable of dealing with that as a group. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think there's a lot to be said for that. The leadership, the been around the block, the, you know, I was going to call him veteran head coach. That's selling Tomlin even short. He's dealt with a ton of adversity. There, you know, Cam Hayward and these guys, too. And then you bring in the Salamalus and Allen Robinsons, too, on just that, that side of the ball. And I think Kenny's pretty mentally tough, too. This is where I kind of – Run off the rails here. So the the Browns, on the other hand, are 14th on his list. Okay. Chance to win the Super Bowl, 2%. Chance to make the playoffs, 44.1%. What he writes, the Browns look attractive on paper. We'll leave aside quarter, uh, quarterback, but Nick Chubb is the best back in football, running behind one of the league's best lines. Amari Cooper emerged as the number one wideout last year. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett is one of the best pass rushers in football, and he never has... He's never had more help up front than Zadaria Smith and Dalvin Tomlinson added in the offseason. If new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz can coach up the secondary with three first uh, and second round draft picks, including uh, former chief safety Juan Thornhill, into a passable unit, Cleveland really does, doesn't have any weakness on offense or defense. You, quit, you can't write that about the Steelers. 
You know they have a good pass rush. Mm-hmm. He never mentions that. No. You know that the offensive line is is improved. Mm-hmm. He never mentioned that. Um. I, so just that Browns you got, you got up. stars at all three levels on defense. Mm-hmm. Even more so than the Browns do. Even more so than the Browns do. Mm-hmm. Maybe do. you might have the best trio of defensive stars this side of. I can't even think of anybody else. San Francisco. San Francisco is good. Yeah. If we give him Hargrave as the third. Yeah. But in terms of. I would take the Seals trio maybe over any. I'm trying to think this off the top of my head. Like the Philly corners are good, but I wouldn't put them at that same level. Right. You know, they're they're their all, all the front are guys are yeah. great. Right. Um, real quick though, that Browns write up. If if we didn't read the Steeler one, not comparing it to the Steeler one, just reading those paragraphs, I think it's very well written and he's 100. percent But right. I don't. I don't. What I don't see, Matt, is why we'll leave aside the quarterback. But that's the reason why he feels the Steelers are going to fail mm-hmm. because of the quarterback. But what I what I also agree with that he doesn't go into detail there is on paper. On paper, yeah. Browns are always good on paper. <laughs> <laughs> they build good fantasy teams. That's yeah. not how the league works, though. They're they're very strong on paper. He then gets into the quarter. Uh, how do course, they deal with adversity? You of know? course, the big if is whether Deshaun Watson is the guy the Browns traded three first round picks to acquire, Ooh, or the one who looked bad in a shadow of Jacoby in a shadow of Jacoby Brissett in the same offense a year ago. If Watson is right, this is one of the league's most complete teams. It's a big if. But it's a big yeah, if. It, I feel more confident that Kenny Pickett will be will be better than – or will be in the same neighborhood as Deshaun Watson than I do Deshaun Watson moving into back into being one of the most compl- – uh, uh, top five quarterbacks okay, in the league. Wait, say that again. You said you you think Pickett – I think Pickett is 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 – has a better chance of being in the neighborhood of Deshaun Watson in terms of if he's league average. Okay. Of being league average. I just don't I, know that Deshaun's league average. He's either garbage or great. I, I can't imagine I him having a league average. I don't year know that he, 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 I don't know I that mean, he, maybe we'll greatness garbage, is there. And I yeah. loved Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. when he came out. Mm-hmm. He, I had him rated ahead of Patrick Mahomes. I remember, yeah, yeah. I, but again, four years is a long time. We haven't seen that guy in four years. See, I kind of feel like. Watson's either going to be noticeably worse than Pickett, and everyone in the world will see it because he's bad, or he's back and has nothing to do with Kenny, but Kenny's the 13th best quarterback and Watson's six. I watched one preseason game of the Browns this year. But I don't think Watson's going to be six. I think it was the, I think it was Cleveland's third preseason game. They're playing against backups. Watson was like five of ten for fifty nine yards and fumbled preseason. twice. Yeah, he had a rough preseason. Like he yeah. put the ball on the ground. Like, like, like he, yeah, I the don't errors think are there all the time. Yeah, him. right. They've always been there, even at Clemson. But it, he had the ability to make up for it with, mm-hmm. with the great plays. I don't know that he's that guy anymore. I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, I I know he's not a sixty four million dollar cap hit the next three years. This much I know. <laughs> that yeah. much I know, which makes him a bad investment and three first round picks. But I don't see how you look at that Browns roster. And you look at the Steelers roster. If we're comparing mm-hmm. roster to roster, I'll give you that their offensive line it's better is better. But I don't think the Steelers is bad. No, I don't you think know, it's, right, I don't right. think the gap is not what it was two years ago. Let's do this real quick. Quarterback aside, okay. we just talked quarterbacks to death. I'll take their backs, but they okay. only got one. They've only got one. But right. he's I love him. I mean, no, I think I, he's, a, he's the, the best pure runner in the league. I'll take the Steelers tight ends, but it's not by a landslide. But right. I'll take the Steelers tight ends. I'll take the Steelers receivers. Right. And I bet most people out there would have Amari as their first-round pick 
of all the receivers in those two teams. I don't know that I would. I don't think I would. Yeah. Um, he might even be third, but there's a case for both. I'll take the Browns O-line. Right. But it's not leaps and bounds. Right. Let's take Garrett and Watt and throw them away. They're a wash. Okay. So the rest of your defensive front. I'll take Cam's really strong in that argument. Yeah. And Highsmith ain't bad. They're looking for their Highsmith. They may have found him. Steelers already have one, and Cam's definitely the first pick of the rest of yeah. those dudes. Off-the-ball linebackers are about the same to me. Both are, have question marks. Could be good, could be bad. I'll take the Browns' corners. Right. But I'll take the Steelers' safeties. I'll take safeties. the Steelers' safeties because of Minka. And, and yet, we'll, when you talk about these teams... Mm-hmm. And again, I'll take the Steelers' depth across the board. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When, But when these two but teams are talked yeah. about, especially by guys like Barnwell, who are just looking at the analytics, love the Browns' roster. On they paper. never say that about the... I don't get it. Mm-mm. I don't get it. And frankly... Which team has more star power? I'm not calling Watson a star yet. Right. I mean, yes, he's a star. He, nobody, I mean, he's a, a celebrity. Garrett's a star. Watts a star. There, that's a yeah. wash, though. Chubb's a star. Yeah. Ward's a borderline star. I don't think he is. Like he's to me, Ward isn't. Is he a top? I mean, can he? Would it shock you if he ends up having a Pro Bowl season? I guess it depends. He's what a he, name. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a. He didn't have a good year player. last year, though. No, he didn't. Again, I've nerded out and done some Brown stuff. To give him a, a break, they were the least team of left-right corners, so he followed receivers more than anyone out there. I didn't know that. I, at the he's time. not that guy, though. But that was asking too much of yeah. him. You know that that's it was asking too much for almost anybody. But Mink is a bigger star than him, without a doubt. I mean, easily. Yeah, Cam's a bigger star than anybody else they have on defense. And okay, maybe their guards are stars. <laughs> They're guards. And why a teller could walk by me, I still don't know who he is. <laughs> he's a big dude. I don't know who that is. Maybe he's a football player. And as you but, mentioned, like, right. the offensive line isn't the the advantage that it had been. The two lines years. playing tomorrow are better than the Browns. Yeah. The Eagles are better than the Browns. Yeah. So I think their their line's going backwards at the time at the moment because they need... they're not adding anything to it because they gave up three first round draft picks to get Watson. They might have hit something in Dewad Jones. Who knows? He had a really good preseason, but who knows? There's a reason he fell to the fourth round. He doesn't really like football that much, but <laughs> they may have found their right tackle. But yeah, but I don't know if the, the other thing is we talk about the Browns a lot. When Deshaun becomes a sixty four million dollar cap hit next year, are you able to keep both those guards? You're gonna be able to keep Amari Cooper. No, Cooper? when Garrett's also costing you, they like right. they kicked money for Garrett down the road this year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mean to turn this into a whole Browns no, I know. segment here, but you look at their salary cap next year uh, with what they did moving. While you're looking, their salary cap this year, Deshaun's only 18 million, but their running back room, their tight end room, their wide receiver room, and their O line room, they're still by. Okay, I'll just put it this way: the Browns' offense is by far by far the most expensive in the league, and they're only playing Deshaun 18 this year. Yeah. Because they're spending so much in all those other rooms. And then he's 64 next yeah, year. Yeah, Deshaun is 64 next year, and Garrett is 35. That's a you get $100 million, million in two players. And one of them they're getting the money out of. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? I mean, like, that's a Bosa-like But contract, then, you know? you know, Cooper is 23-7. See, I don't know if he's Denzel back. Ward is 23-6. Joel Batonio is 21-5. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? David Njoku is $19 million. I say, he's a really, they're like the third most expensive tight end room. Yeah. You're still playing, you know, it's just a bad build. It is. And especially going all in on Watson, of course. But that aside, it's kind of a bad build. He has to be yeah. a top five quarterback this year. And I, I don't think he can get there. The only way that it's a good trade for them is if they win the Super Bowl 
and I think this is kind of their last year to do it. And I don't think they can. He has to be a top five guy yeah. to do it, right? Like I just don't, I don't see that. Like I think it's, there's a better chance that Kenny Pickett takes a big step forward than Deshaun Watson regains. That's his a form, better way of putting his former. That's what I was trying okay. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If Pickett's a whatever, a four out of ten, and Watson was a three out of ten, I think Kenny's leap will be bigger. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the numbers are screwed up, but yeah. I trust Kenny to take the leap more than I trust Watson to take yeah. the leap. At this point in his career, Watson might be what he is. I pretty much know Kenny's going to take a leap. Yeah. How big, I don't know. And, and it's not even so much like if the Cleveland Browns were located in Saskatchewan, Tucson, <laughs> Tucson, Arizona, mm-hmm. I think Deshaun Watson is a better warm weather quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, don't I, think I thought he you meant like the, we're not taking it personally because no. of the Steelers' rival. I, I don't think that he throws the ball well enough. To play in Cleveland, that's my. I pro- can see that. Uh, that's my problem with him signing in Cleveland. Like he doesn't. I know Amari's that way too. Yeah, but he's not accurate enough as a quarterback. I don't know where he grew up, but I think it's in the South. I think it was, it was somewhere around. Cle- I think it was, Clemson, yeah. Houston. He, I mean, I can't picture him playing many cold weather games. Yeah, and, but he's in a cold weather city. That's and the, the problem. The Watson apologists will tell you he dealt with some of the worst weather last year. Well, it's not going to get better. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Cleveland. They do <laughs> right. that every year. Yeah, it's not I mean, I can't get tell you how many games that I, I've covered in Cleveland where the weather was just garbage. I mean, again, I was only there one year, but I remember the meetings, our special teams coach, who was a really, really good dude, we were talking about kickers, like Arizona State kicker. Don't even bring them up. Yep. <laughs> like, we don't play in Arizona. Like, this is a unique stadium. It's a real thing. It's I mean, a the real wind thing. is always blowing up there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, I mean, I could, I've been up there on nice days. And it's still rough. And the, and the wind is blowing kickers 40 and miles an hour. And, yeah. It's the same thing playing in, in Giant Stadium. Yeah. You know, I you're going to have to deal with the wind coming in off the water. It's it's down the list of reasons why they haven't had a quarterback in a, since Kozar, but it's one of the reasons. It's yeah. not an easy place to play. You've got to have arm strength, and mm-hmm. you you got to you got to have not just arm strength, but know how to handle the wind. Yeah, how to know? how to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. You're going to play in cold weather. You're going to play in rain. You're going to play in bad mm-hmm. situations. That is a good qu- question about Watson's. Like I've never seen him excel in bad weather. Um, yeah, can he? Maybe. I don't know that he's the runner that he was earlier in his career. That I'm curious about this year. Too. That's what I don't know. Like, I know Wilson isn't. Yeah, you know, like and that hurts him dramatically. You know, he can't extend plays and live that way. I don't so, know if Watson can or not anymore. Yeah, I mean that was one of his calling cards. That's one of the oh, reasons, you know. Yeah, tremendous. I, I liked him so much. He was like the modern quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like really, the, what fluid, you wanted, great yeah. vision, right? And he I mean, created just, with it too. As think back passer. to I think it was his first start against the Bengals, and he took off on a run like a sixty-yard run against the Bengals. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah wow. there's that guy from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I, it's he just, also doesn't have a huge arm. No, I mean, no. That that was my problem with him at Clemson is he threw a fair amount of picks at Clemson. And a lot of them were when he was late with the ball or would hold the ball and thought he could just drive it in, even in the ACC. And he proved me wrong with the Texans, but that was one of my concerns with them coming out. Yeah. Barmore has the Ravens at seven on this list. Okay. I don't think he puts the order. I think it's all off their data. It's all like off the – but the yeah. chan- chance for the Ravens to win the Super Bowl, 4.3%. Wow. I, I would bet against that 100 yeah. times. I mean, the Steelers were one, the Browns were two. Yeah. Uh, chance to make the playoffs fifty nine point eight percent. I'm not. Bu- I'm not. I just not buying it. Um, I, I maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I think I'll, they'll I'll blow the doors off Houston. Yeah, you know, like I originally looked at them and said, "Boy, that team could start slow." I wish they were playing the Browns or Bengals or somebody. You know, I mean, I, I don't think their opening schedule is particularly difficult. 
Yeah, I mean, I, what I remember. I know Houston's a pretty easy game. You look at their schedule. Like, I don't um, think the defense will get exposed by that offense. And even if Lamar's struggling, he'll probably do fine against Houston. So they have Houston, then they're at Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So maybe yeah. that'll be the telling one. Then they have the Indianapolis Colts at home. Then they're at Cleveland. Remind me to bet on the Bengals in Week 2. Then they're at Pittsburgh. Okay, so there's two two out of four tough ones. Then they're at Tennessee. That's tough defense, at least. Yeah. Um, I think the end of their schedule is hard. Then, I know there's some anomalies with their schedule that I don't remember off the top of my head. Then they got, uh, and that's a, the Tennessee game is in London. That's the one that's in London. Mm, okay. Then they come back home. And they didn't want the rest, They right? didn't want the rest. That so was one of the weird things. They come back there. and play the Lions. Ooh. At home, at least. At and home in week seven. Yeah. Europe. That's actually when Jamison Williams could come back. Mm, good point. Week. Uh, then they're at Arizona. Okay, you win that game. Probably. Seattle at home. You must have a bye late then. Yeah. Then they play the Browns at home. Then they play the Bengals at home. So they got three in a row at home, but it's Seattle, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Okay. None of those are layups. But at least they get Seattle in their building. Yeah. Going to Seattle stinks. Then it's at the Chargers. Yeah, that'll be a ton of Raven fans. Though. You got a bye in week 13. Then that might play... be nice considering Lamar's late season injuries and yeah. stuff. Maybe a late bye is good for them. Play the Rams at home. Then you're at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, Miami at home. And Pittsburgh at home. Oh, that's people talk about the those Steelers. Last four are tough. The Steelers schedule yeah. down the stretch. That's a. I mean, you got to go to Jacksonville, to to San Francisco, the Dolphins at home, the Steelers. At yeah, home. that's that's what I was thinking before because I that that last month is rough. If they don't get off to a good start, exactly, it's exactly. troublesome. Mm-hmm. They do have a couple nice ones. Arizona, I'm sure they'll have like Stetson Bennett in by the time oh, they play yeah. the Rams, and you know, yeah, yeah. But, but the Steelers have those same games. Yeah, everyone so, the division does, so right. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're overdue for a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. And we are back. Uh, Matt, we have a Steelers injury report from today. First uh, one ever, huh? The first one for Here the season. Go. The only players uh, first not practicing. First 20. Or, yeah, two, <laughs> two guys limited uh, this day today. Uh, that would be Cam Hayward. That was not injury related. Fine, yeah. And then Larry Ogunjobi with a foot uh, was limited as well. Um, but that's it. I have no reason to think this, but is there any indication that Larry Ogunjobi is going to be on there every Wednesday? I mean, it, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, just, it's just it's a situation. The maintenance of that yeah. situation, huh? And they don't, I mean, he's a 30 year old defensive As lineman. He, they don't need to run him out there. Yeah. You know, you go left, you go right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> practice. Casey Hampton he said famously a couple of years, a, a bunch of years ago, I got two jobs. I go left, I go right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they trot out Liao and Benton and give him a break too. And yeah. Kind of and snap again, you got down, so right? many young guys there. It's not such a bad thing. Young and new guys, I should say, with Armani Watts here as mm-hmm. well. That's yeah, too. not such a bad idea to get those guys as many snaps as possible. And mm-hmm. I think early in the season as well, I don't think you need to ask a ton out of Ogunjobi. Yeah, you're going to probably rotate those guys pretty heavily early in the season. Hope, yeah. yeah, and none of them have played 100% snap counts, including Hayward and Watt and those guys. Um, I got a. Uh, so you think like Herbig will get in and a little bit, yeah, 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 and rotate those guys a little bit, the rookies, and yeah, I do too. I think he's just a, a fastball off the edge too. Mm-hmm. We'll see you that. We'll see what he can do. I had an interesting conversation speaking of that today with uh, with uh, T.J. Watt. Um, I asked him about Cynthia Freeland's. Mm-hmm. Note. Uh, oh yeah, a yeah. Weeks ago, the she, yeah. She she uh, tracked him in the game against the Bills and said his first three steps were even faster than they were a couple of years ago. 
when he won Defensive Player of the Year. And I said, do you do you work work on that? He goes, well, I always work on it. He says, I don't necessarily track it. I'd be shocked if the guys actually time it. Yeah. Like probably, he said, that but, was a good one. That was a bad but one. But that explosion is always something that I want. And I said, you know, is that, like, is that the key component of a pass rush? He goes, yeah, because if I have that good get-off, um, it allows me to set the, the offensive tackle up for so many different things. Mm-hmm. If I don't have that good get-off, Essentially, I got to bull rush the entire game. He said, and "That's just mm-hmm. no fun. You're not, and you're not going to have a lot of success." But and if tackles I have, are smart, and they know it. Yeah, if, if I have, if I can threaten him with my get off, now it sets up the spin move. It sets up the duck under. It, set, it sets everything else up. Okay. Yeah, you got to have your fastball to make the curve work and yeah. that type of thing. Um, I think we brought this up, but one thing I've really noticed over the last five, six, seven years, and maybe it goes back thirty years. I don't know, but they're edge guys. I can promise you the scouting department is more conscientious than most teams of first step, second step quickness. Yeah. You know, all their guys are at the top of the league. Like, I don't care if you run a 4-7. What about your 10-yard? Yeah, or, what's your what's your 10-yard split, and mm-hmm. how do you bend around the edge? How how flexible are you? Yeah, I mean, like, if you read any scout report on Herbig, Highsmith, Watt, even when they're coming out, and those guys weren't high picks, even Watt, it's really good get-off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I, I think they stress that when more they work at it. I mean, you know, they, they start and every practice. Right they start they every it. practice with that ball drill, mm-hmm. with the guy with the football on a stick. Ball on a stick. Everybody lines up, and you you know watch the ball. He'll get it, and he'll he'll give a false count mm-hmm. every once in a while. But it, they measure that that ten yard split, and they race to see who has the best ten yard split. Mm-hmm. And the entire sh- defense. I, I don't know how the organization works in this regard, but it wouldn't shock me if someone's doing what Cynthia's doing, and actually. Timing it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I have that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they do. I got an email here, Matt, from uh, Jimmy Shapiro, and this, he's uh, runs a bet online, mm. and he has the favorites here uh, for uh, some different awards. Um, Patrick Mahomes still the favorite to win the MVP. Not it's tough to win it two years in a row. It though. really is. The, the voters get bored. Uh, he said Lamar Jackson has made the biggest jump from 18 to one to nine to one. I guess I can understand that. Yeah. I'm not sure when the 18 to one was. Was that like before Flowers was drafted and Odell was signed? Or yeah, he doesn't say here. I guess this is from where they started at to where Which they are now. Which is probably like right after the draft. Yeah. Uh, he said that Matthew Stafford has had the biggest fall from 40 to one to 125 to one. Like I don't know. I can't paint a picture where he wins. It. People have finally caught on to the idea that the Rams yeah. are going to be bad. Gonna be like bad. a month ago, when the steel when we were getting ready to go to training camp, people were still talking. Well, the Rams could be a surprise team. I think they could. The, the surprise would be if they won more than six games. <laughs> I think they're going to be neck and neck with the. the I think the Cardinal Rams games are going to determine who wins, who gets first overall pick. Yeah. As we we're talking on my podcast today, and we, and we were talking about the cup injury, and my co-host was like, "Who's Stafford going to be throwing to?" And I'm like, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. You know, like <laughs> I mean, it might not even be somebody. It might not even be a Ram. Yeah. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, uh, Micah Parsons is now the favorite. Watt opened as the favorite. Really, uh, the biggest jump from one fifty to one to thirty three to one, Jalen Phillips. Okay, I love that player. So Coach of the Year, Nate Tice was on a uh, podcast, and he said, "I'm putting money on Minka Fitzpatrick to win Defensive Player of the Year." Big takeaway here and there. I thought that was kind of a sneaky one. I yeah. mean, he's a super long shot. Yeah. It's not bad. And defensive it's, not bad. Back, it's hard for defensive backs to win it, but if you have seven or eight picks. Yeah, Gilmore did yeah. not that long ago. He, he threw it out there as his favorite long shot. I'm like, ooh, that's not bad. Yeah. 
Uh, Coach of the year, Sean Payton was the opening favorite and is now tied for second. Arthur Smith is the new favorite. I can see that. If they win a division, or if they, if, yeah. even if they just go to the playoffs. Yeah, right. Yeah. I picked the Packers to win that division. Not that I love it, but if that happens, I think LaFleur's got a great chance to win it. You know, win the division without Rodgers. You mean the Rogers. NFC North as opposed to the NFC South? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, Bijan Robinson is still the favorite. Uh, Jordan Addison and Devin Achain have both moved up. I don't know why Achain would yeah, move up. I guess because they didn't trade for Taylor or anybody. Yeah. Uh, six new players have been added to the board, although he doesn't say who they are. I can't believe none of the quarterbacks. The problem with Bijan is it could have been Brees Hall, it could have been Walker. They get hurt. Yeah, you right. know, It's tough for – if he plays 17 games, I think Bijan will win it, but he might not play 17 games. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. Will Anderson, uh, still the favorite. Kalijah Kansi went off the board. Uh, uh, he was tied for fifth at 12 to 1. Well, he's hurt right now, so mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Uh, Will McDonald uh, has made a nice jump. He's if, a part time player, though. Yeah, I don't see him winning it. Uh, five new players have been added to the board. The one I'm most interested in, I'm sure Anderson's the leader. Jack Campbell's the one I would pick. I think Jack Campbell's got a strong, strong. Yeah. Like he's going to have, a, again, tackles are not a legitimate NFL statistic. Still. But he's gonna, somebody will believe it. He's going to have 135 of them. Mm-hmm. At He'll least. never leave the field. Yeah, he's going to be in primetime games the first time ever. He'll be the face of that defense. Tough guy, you know. He he was my pick, and I bet you can get decent odds on him. Yeah, and then comeback player of the year, uh, Demar Hamlin. Hamlin Demar Hamlin's the overwhelming favorite. Tua has moved up into second. My question is it's why such a weird award? Why isn't T.J. Watt considered for that? If Tua is, if Tua, he missed seven games last year. He mm-hmm. he was off his game because of it. If he goes out. And, if he does happen to be in the running, let's say he finishes top three in Defensive Player of the Year. Or even if he has 12 sacks. The DeMar <laughs> Hamlin stuff. It's not even that high. Yeah, the DeMar Hamlin stuff is great, and it's a great story, but he's a backup. <laughs> he's, yeah. Uh, I, I never quite understand how to do that award. I mean, in a way, it's like, congratulations, you stunk two years ago or and you were you better were this year. Or you were hurt. Or something weird To me, weird that's what I look at guys where you're hurt – like I don't, I don't fall into the you know this guy stunk and he had a better year. Mm-hmm. Like Lawrence from year one to two. Yeah, that that doesn't get you comeback player of the better, year. That yeah. just meant you got better. Mm-hmm. Comeback means you missed a a good chunk of the season and then you came back and we're we you know great again. But what if like Wilson has a big year? Russell, well, that, okay, that would, you stunk and came back. Yeah, you know that would make some sense. It's gonna be Hamlin. Though, it's gonna be it's, yeah. And again, we're not we're not giving Hamlin a hard time. It's a tremendous. No, story. no, it's a great story. But, but it's not really to me the, the guy should the, if he plays if he plays ten snaps a game on special teams and is the dime back the Bills probably would be okay without him. <laughs> I mean yeah. hey I'm rooting for him too guys but right I mean just, it's yeah. it's just to me I, I I it's a weird award it, it really is uh, looking here well, we got the charts here who else is on that comeback player of the year so Tua or Demar Hamlin Tua Tagovailoa John Mechie. What do you come? You never played a game in the NFL. Play, what are you right. coming back from? Russell think, Wilson is on that list. Matthew Stafford. Okay, I was, I was thinking yeah. some of the quarterbacks: Mac Jones, Aaron Calvin Rogers. Ridley. Calvin Ridley, I guess, kind of makes sense. But is coming back from suspension? Well, yeah. Did we give you awards for well, that? Well, if you remember, when he rules? was at the time he was suspended, he was he was sitting out already because of the he was having the uh, issues with with right. The, the, I think it was depression. I don't know, but it seems like coming back from suspension. You broke a league rule, and now we're going to give you an award. Yeah, right. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem to add up to me either. Uh, Lamar is on here. He missed some time. Cooper but... Cup, Odell Beckham, 
Sam okay. Odell, I can understand. Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, Brees Hall, Baker Mayfield. Again, I'm going down this list. I don't see T.J. Watt on there at all. Mm-mm. What's the difference with him as opposed to several? Tua. Lamar. I mean, the, one right. of the best Lamar, at their yeah. position. Like, I, I don't get that it. That had the missed time. Chase Young. That's a good one. Uh, J.C. Jackson. Okay. Kyler Murray if he comes back. All right. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is a good one. Yeah. Allen Robinson is on here. He's mm. the, Allen Robinson's the only Steeler mentioned on that list. It's still the weirdest award to me. Yeah, it's a crazy one. Um, just looking here, see if any of the Steelers' uh, rookies have made it into the defensive rookie of the year voting, and I, I don't see not. anybody on there. Oh, no, Joey Porter Jr. opened at 20-1. to 1. He's now 22-1. to 1. It's a really tough position to yeah. make it. I'm just looking to see here. Where's wh- Campbell at? I'm just curious. I'm looking to see, and he is – I'm not seeing him. Oh, he's uh, – he opened at 25-1. to 1. He's now 16-1. to 1. I'll put a buck on that. Yeah. I mean, Anderson to me is, should probably be the favorite, but Campbell's not. It's the it's, nature of the position is Anderson, really Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, Devin Weatherspoon, Kalijah Cansey is off the board now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Gonzalez. Um, I'll take Campbell over almost all those guys. He's gonna be on the field all the time. Lucas Van Ness, Nolan Smith, Will McDonald. Like, yeah, Nolan Smith and Will McDonald aren't even starters. Van Ness is on the same team as Campbell. Like. Aren't they in the same? No, no he's, a, I, he's I a Packer. Wrong. Yeah, he's a Packer. But he's not no. a starter either. Right. These guys aren't starters. Like, oh. I'm not even sure Jalen Carter's going to start. I'll take the guy that's going to be in the middle of that defense yeah. and have a bunch of tackles. He's going to have and, interceptions and tackles and fumble recoveries. And, yeah, no, I think that's a good bet. Yeah. That offensive – I just got to – the uh, offensive rookie, Bijan, is by far. Then you got Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Jameer Gibbs, and then C.J. Stroud. Hmm. I don't know how I'd rank the quarterbacks. I might put Richardson first just because of highlights. Yeah. You know, but, shows up on Sports Center a lot, yeah. you know. But he might throw 25 interceptions. Oh, it could be, so. his low yeah. lights could be bad, too. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for today's show. He is uh, Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. Uh, we want to thank uh, our man, CJ Wolfley, uh, in the studio here, keeping us on the air. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.